Hello and welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares. Lindsay, the 49ers Foundation Golden Getaway event just wrapped up yesterday. Tell me all about your experience. Yeah, so Bri, the last time we checked in was Friday morning before before the scramble tournament. So I feel like now I can give a full recap of the weekend. Um, It was again, uh, basically like a two, two and a half day luxury getaway uh, that the 49ers foundation puts on annually and all the proceeds benefit several EDU programs uh, that are funded by the foundation. So just a great way for a lot of red and gold society and just strong supporters of the 49er foundation to get together to help make a change and fund those really critical EDU and football youth programs. Um, And it was great because there was a lot of participation from our current roster. Um, And I can actually name everybody that made an appearance at some point this weekend. It was a total of 11 players. So at some point in the weekend, we had all of these players participate in several activities. So we had Eric Armstead, Brock Purdy, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, Fred Warner, Jake Brendel, Jason Poe, Jordan Mason, Oren Burks, Spencer Burford, Trent Williams, Trey Lance, and then also Aaron Banks. So just a great lineup of active roster guys that just really wanted to be a part of all the fun and help give back. Um, There were activities that were tailored for kids. There was a bandana blitz, which was like a football camp experience. Then some of the players went to an ice cream making workshop with the kids. I helped lead a player panel where kids got to ask our 49ers players, whatever questions they wanted. Uh, And it was really funny, some of the questions they asked. Um, I know that John Lynch got to be there for that. And I think he had a good laugh about some of the questions they asked, like which teams they're not fond of and all all the things in that realm. (laughs) Um, So it was really great to just hear from them and just see their participation in the community. Um, I think that's something the 49ers organization is really known for. Awesome. What a great event for such a great cause. Faithful, you can head over to the 49ers Instagram page to check out pictures from the event. All right, so let's look ahead at what's coming this week. Rookie minicamp starts on Friday. What exactly happens during these minicamps and what should fans expect to see regarding coverage of these offseason workouts? It's such an exciting time. It almost feels like it's not the off season, which is great. Uh, so basically, Ricky Minicamp is a three-day event as well. Uh, it's the first time that the 49ers drafted players get to come to headquarters, not just see the facility, but participate, I believe, in some non-padded workouts and In addition, it won't just be the rookies. There will be some tryout players there invited to rookie minicamp as well, in addition to all the undrafted free agents that the 49ers agreed to terms with. Uh, So it's going to be really exciting to just have a big group in the building, and that's all going to get underway later in the week. I expect that we'll hear from a few of them, so stay tuned. But I know that we're all looking forward to it uh, on the content side. Yeah, we'll get to see some of the newest Niners in action for the first time at the SAP Performance Facility. 
And if you want to learn more about the 49ers draft picks, head on over to 49ers.com. There's an article series on five things to know about the players who the team drafted. So far, an article on Jair Brown, Jake Moody, and Cameron Latu have been published with more to come. All right, so the 2023 season schedule is also likely going to be announced sometime soon, and we already know who our opponents are going to be. Lindsay, do you want to refresh the faithful on who we're playing at home and I can cover on who we're playing against the road? Sure. Yeah, we have. All right. So our home opponents include the Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, and Seattle Seahawks. No surprises there. Obviously, those are our NFC West opponents. And then we've got the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're all coming to Levi Stadium. So looking forward to those. Exciting. That's actually a lot of teams who were also made the playoffs last season. So it's going to be competitive at Levi's. All right. Exciting. When we go on the road, we'll face the Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, and Seattle Seahawks, those NFC West teams. Also the Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Commanders, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, Minnesota Vikings, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Lindsay, you travel with the team to pretty much every away game I'm wondering which stadium are you excited to go see? I know I needed a refresher. I'm looking at this list. So I actually really like the Minnesota Vikings uh, U.S. Bank Stadium just because of how loud it gets there. Um, I, however, have never been to Cleveland or Pittsburgh uh, or Jacksonville, actually. So I feel like I'm just interested to see what those opponents' home stadiums look like. Um, so I feel like I'm always just looking forward to the ones I haven't been to. That's super exciting. And again, those Philadelphia Eagles, it's going to be a rematch of the NFC Championship game. And that should be very exciting to see. I know all our players are using that as motivation to get grinding during the off season. So the 2023 season is definitely an exciting one and it's coming up very soon. So now that we've got our list of opponents, how exactly are opponents assigned to us and how is the season built out by the NFL? Yeah, Bree, so I always have to refresh myself for the exact formula because it is a little bit complicated. There are so many factors that go into it, but essentially it happens on a rotating schedule per division and then is also highly dependent on how other teams ended around their divisions. So to give you kind of a look at how this 2023 schedule was built, or at least the opponent breakdown, So the entire NFC West is going to face eight opponents from the AFC North and the NFC East. That's eight games. Then you have your six normal NFC games that happen every year. So that's with the Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. And then this year, you've got a game against the NFC South, the AFC South, and the NFC North. Um, And that will essentially compose the 2023 opponent. And like we have said so many times, that schedule is coming out soon. Can't tell you when, but it will be very, very soon. (laughs) Awesome. I'm super excited to see the full schedule get announced and also see how creative all the NFL media teams are with it when it comes to the videos. I know our team has been cooking up a really fire video for the faithful to see once the schedule is announced. And I'm just excited to see what all the other teams are up to. I know it's crazy. I wish we had a hard and fast day to reveal of when that schedule is going to drop, but we also don't have that. 
But all, all we can say is that it is coming very, very soon, Faithful. So stay tuned. Be patient. It, it's coming. <laughs> Anticipation is just building. So very, very excited to see it. But that'll do it for today. Be sure to look out for all the 49ers offseason content on 49ers.com. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this offseason update. Don't forget to follow First in 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Mm-hmm.